0: Hey everybody and thanks for tuning in to the effort of community church weekly podcast conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know god know freedom no purpose and make a difference hey, Effort of community church it's great to have you uh, joining us one more time for our weekly podcast thanks for taking the time here today uh where well, we like to take the opportunity just to share uh recap the weekend prior Look forward to what's coming up ahead for us at Ephrata Community Church. Uh, But I am really excited to welcome for the first time on our podcast, our new pastor of the team, Dan Golnack. It's great to have you on the show today.
1: Yeah, it's great to be here. I'm excited to be a part of this.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, as I just said, one of the things we like to talk about um, with this podcast is recapping the weekend, looking ahead, which we'll get to in a moment. But before we do, uh, I would love for just to provide you the opportunity to share briefly about... Uh, this past weekend, specifically with the um, the laying on of hands and inst- installation of uh, you onto the team. Kevin spoke to that um, just briefly about the power of laying on hands, the importance of delegated authority, and saying we are installing you as a pastor to to strengthen the leadership development here of this congregation, this body. Uh, so there's a lot of things uh, that we could speak to. We only have a few moments, of course, to speak to it, but I want to open it up to you, Dan. There's been so much, I, I can only imagine, so much change and transition that you and your family have gone through the past couple months leading up to this moment, and then the laying on of hands and all of a sudden, okay, it's official, um, you know, you, you've been installed, you're on the team, you've been welcomed to the congregation, a lot of things going on. Um, but I like to begin with giving the opportunity to speak to and maybe share a little bit about what has been, maybe how have you been, here's a question. How have you been experiencing Jesus personally, uh, through this whole transition phase, of course, and you can speak to any part of that, maybe how you knew it was his call to come here. Yeah. We'll start there. Yeah. How'd you know ECC was the the place <laughs> to be? You could have chosen a million churches, I imagine.
1: Well, for sure. Um, you know, it it was great to be formally introduced to uh, Efford Community Church this weekend, mm. and uh, it, it Kevin had said on Sunday that it wasn't just a like a ceremonial thing. Right. This was a this was a spiritual moment, and and I absolutely just affirm that. You know, even for me, though I had been here about six weeks prior to to that happening. Um, it's, it's, uh, the impact on that spiritually for me was, was actually greater than I anticipated. Um, and just the way that it, you know, really did, uh, for me, um, highlight that moment and the season that God's moved me in. So how did I experience Jesus? You know, I mentioned on Sunday that I and my family, we've been outside observers through, you know, over a decade of what God's been doing here since Kevin and I first met and, uh, part-time participants as I was pastoring another church. And um I had moved to a place in my previous ministry where I was really in a season where I was seeking God of what's next. Yeah. Uh, God, are you do you are you calling me here where I was presently in ministry or are you calling me someplace else? I just knew that there was a shift happening and I didn't know what that looked like. Um and and Kevin mentioned it on sunday that uh it was during that season and a, a a season of really praying into that and a specific day i can remember where i was really just asking the lord you know right. i need you to be clear on this uh, this is where i need clarity yeah. clarity and it was a, literally 2 days later kevin yeah. and i had already had set up something just to get together for for lunch and uh and he asked um now there was a large discernment process after that sure but so much of that was um was was God answering what I now would say was the desires of my heart and also um, leading me to where my calling really is rooted. And so this being here at Effort Community Church really feels like a new start for me because it's a culmination of everything that God and my walk with Jesus has led for like the last decade or more of my life. Right, um, And now I'm stepping into a new season with him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love that. And uh, I'm recalling, you know, here behind the scenes in one of our staff meetings, we had an opportunity. You were given the opportunity to to share, you know, for about 10 or 15 minutes is what you took. And you shared with some of the staff about the journey, right? Yeah. Which you were just referencing 10 to 15 years or so that God was just this, that's leading to this moment. Um, and so um, maybe not everybody knows this. Kevin mentioned it uh, to us. But, well, one, you've already been pastoring. You just shared that. Um, but this this isn't your first pastoring opportunity. You've been pastoring for several years. But before that, you were also a police officer, right? Um, so, man, how do you go from police work to pastoring work? Because um, I personally was never a police officer. Although you know, as a as a kid, I was like, you know, when I grew up, I want to be a police officer. Right. It Never happened for me personally. But um, yeah, how do you go from policing to pastoring? What are the comparables? What are the things that, you know, that cross over between the two?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, for the first, you know, first and foremost, as a pastor, um, if there's problem children, you can't put them in handcuffs. So yeah, that's, no kidding. that's a difficult thing. You know what? thing? could
0: use that this <laughs> past weekend, let me tell you.
1: <laughs> but, uh, you know, it would have been helpful in youth ministry, but okay, yeah, sure. anyway, but yeah. no, I, you know, um, I was called I was called into ministry, uh, as, as clear as the Lord's ever spoken to me mm-hmm. as a teenager. And so in some aspects police work was was a Jonah moment for me. Really? Um, yeah, for sure. Wow, and, I didn't know that. Uh but in addition to that, um, I did I did really sense a call to serve the country, serve my community. Uh that the the genesis of that was yeah. uh nine eleven, two thousand one. Mm. Um and uh, when I watched uh, the NYPD officers running into the two towers, I just something in me stirred that that was something that I felt like I could do was be there and, and respond in emergencies like that. Um, and I really question, it's an interesting uh, question, Matt, because I really, for me, as I responded to God's call and moved into ministry, I often thought to myself, okay, so what was those 10 years? Was it just me? being disobedient and having to do a good thing while I was doing that. Sure. Uh, but I truly do believe God it uses uh, everything, and he never okay. wastes anything in our lives, yeah. uh, even in times where we're not fully walking in obedience. And so mm-hmm. what he formed in me during my police work was um, you know, our skills in dealing with people, um, the ability to listen, uh, the ability to really uh, lean on uh, his presence and his voice mm-hmm. in times where there's a lot of uncertainty, I can could share. I could spend our whole entire morning sharing moments where uh, the Lord kept me alive and and directed my my steps as a police officer. Very literally. Very literally. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I think that I'm a better pastor yeah. because of those ten years as a police officer, awesome. um, and my experiences in the highs and lows of people's lives and being able to, to be in, uh, in people's lives of many different economic backgrounds, many different uh, ethnic backgrounds, you know, all of that certainly helped shape the way that I live on mission for Jesus. Yes.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And then you went from there to, to pastoring yes. uh, for how long? I've, Before I've, here?
1: I've been pastoring for 10 years. 10 years. Prior to arriving here, yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And well I, I'm sure I, I know I speak on behalf of everybody. Uh, welcome to the team. yeah um, I personally have had the privilege of just a number of different conversations pretty much every time we're in the office you we'll just well all, our, all of our office walls are glass, right so you can't not see people when they walk by, but you know, I think you told me the one day you walked in and you're like, apologize for being an extrovert or something I, thought, right. I can't remember how you said yeah. it you're like. I've been cooped up too long, and I need to talk. And I'm like, dude, my door is always open. <laughs> and our discussions have been so fun. So welcome to the team. It's great to have you. Next, love next. the DNA you carry. Uh, your 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 spiritual just heart for Christ, of course. What you're called to and gifted to do. I love how it fits so well here under the team. Uh, that you're just everything's just been meshing so well. So welcome to you. I hope you feel the same I way. Do. Just comfortably entering in and being like, wow, this is really really. Not just easy, but fun. Yeah. Um, which, personally, if it's not fun, like it's gonna, <laughs> you're going to have a hard time keeping me around. And we have a lot of fun on that team.
1: Yeah, we do. We do.
0: So um, Kevin would have finished up this past weekend um, our series called In Christ, which finished up our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Uh, now, depending on where people, uh, when they started fasting, of course, the next few days, uh, people will be wrapping that up. But our series finished. And mm-hmm. Kevin, the heartbeat of his message this past weekend was about um, living a fasted lifestyle, right? If people, the question he poses to the, to the congregation, if you've experienced Jesus while fasting, you've, in reading a scripture, and, and you've come, become more sensitive to his voice and more connected to his heart and more alive spiritually, and, and as you've laid things to the side that were not bearing good fruit, The whole question is why pick them back up again? Yeah. Um, And of course, it's if it if you didn't eat food at all for the 21 days. I mean, that's yeah. He's not not saying yeah. It's not going to (laughs) work. I mean, you'll see Jesus a lot sooner. Certainly celebrate with you. Um, And actually, fun fact: if you Google it, the the longest. Oh shoot! I'm gonna get called out here. Milker. Um you google the the longest a person's ever gone without food. Man, I want to say it was like 380 days a wow. person. Now they're they're supplementing with liquid, mm. of course, in some fashion, but like actually like chewing on some potato chips. Dude, tell you what, when I break a fast, I love salt and like uh nachos, yeah. buffalo wings, just <laughs> the appetizer food. Anyway, that's my personal journey. But course he's not talking about food um but if you've given up media for 21 days and you found wow i can think clearer and and i'm more peaceful and i'm not angry and and i'm just happier and Mm -hmm. it's bearing the fruit of the spirit galatians 5 yeah is is taking place why pick those things back up again um and so he shared a number of things but my takeaway um was just kevin being the lead pastor Mm. that we need our past we need the pastor to stand up and say this is the way to life, let's walk in it. Yeah, um, I want to hear from you, Dan. What your experience was from the, the message and any high points that really spoke to you from this weekend's message?
1: Yeah, you know, I think back to your message last week. Okay, first, on, you fasting. Know, on fasting, on mm-hmm. fasting, and and the reference that what you know what I walked away from that was and, and I'll tie it in here in a second is you know that obedience is greater than sacrifice. Sure. So, you know that's what God's really yeah. looking for. In our heart and so when it comes to this fasted lifestyle idea and and the things that we have been called by god to give up yeah. uh i think it's only natural to ask the question okay so how do i walk out in obedience in this going for further yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a checkbox, right. and it's not like i did that now i can go back to living like i did before mm. especially once you've experienced the fruit yeah so um you know one of the there's a couple things that really stood out to me but from what you were mentioning uh, you know, Kevin spoke from Hebrews 12, yeah. and I, I thought it was really, really great in um, verse one where where Paul, or whoever it is that wrote Hebrews. Uh,
0: <laughs> Wait, you don't know?
1: No, I don't. Do you have any guesses? Well, I, I think it's either Paul or Barnabas, but okay. that's, anyway. I'd
0: like Barnabas to write a book.
1: That would be Yeah, cool that would did. be. He's awesome. But anyway, uh, <laughs> where he says, lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and I right. really appreciated uh, Kevin making that distinction yeah, and specifically that there are things that could weigh us down that right. may not even be s- sin. Right. Um, I think that's some of the things yeah. that we, yeah, you know, spe- specifically with the media fast, mm-hmm. uh, there's some things that we recognized that they are a drawing, they draw us down Correct. and they keep us from having connection right. with the Lord. Maybe it can keep us from having hearts that are open to loving others. Right. Um, and, uh, And I think it's a fair question to ask, okay, so how does maybe this time change the trajectory of how I uh, put boundaries around media, Mm -hmm. how I maybe put boundaries around the rhythms of my family life? Mm -hmm. uh, Does our family need to be in front of the TV every night? Or are the connections that we've had because we haven't been worth something that we keep into the regular fabric of our family? You know, All of those questions, I think are real fair questions to ask. And once again, it's not about a religious spirit. It's about you know, the fruit of it and really walking in life. And so I, I love the tone of this whole series and and Sunday really I felt was great yeah. with that.
0: Yeah. I really I agree with you completely. I loved that distinction. And I never read the verse with that distinction me before. Either. Yeah. And so him having provided that, it informed me of so many personal moments I've had with Jesus where he puts his hand on something. And it was like very clear, okay, wow, the Lord is It's, it's John 15, cut off branches that don't bear fruit, Yeah, you know, and you can't, two things can be true. You can have a branch that doesn't bear fruit, but it not necessarily be sinful, but God's like, you know, that lukewarm element, like, um, even if it's not sinful, is it bearing fruit though? And and the the whole point, and I'll, I'll let you speak to this. Man, as believers, are we not to be continually bearing fruit in every area of our life? Is that not what we're called to? Um, and I guess there's a tendency, it could be really easy, maybe is a better way to say it, or it's very understandable, to have areas where you're kind of like, well, this is my thing. Yeah. This is what I do. And Kevin, man, was he not firm and clear and saying like, you <laughs> can't be portioning off elements of our life to Jesus, right. but the rest is reserved unto our own. Yeah. I mean, how do you navigate that as a pastor over, pe- I mean, over people, over a flock? You're leading a flock. You were a pastor for 10 years. Yep. Kevin was very firm, blunt, and clear. I mean, is that the way forward and just being you know, kind of the straight and narrow or, or what went through you when you're hearing this message that was very strong, firm, and clear?
1: Yeah, you know, one of the things about just the, the message of Jesus and the upside down kingdom and, mm-hmm. you know, is this idea that The Holy Spirit can call us to deeper intimacy with the Lord, and that often means that God's going to ask us to give up things, um, even things that aren't sinful. And I've had experiences in my spiritual growth where it's like, you know, certain sins that were were uh, cycles in my life. You know, the Holy Spirit worked in my heart and my life, and I I grew to the place where those were no longer an issue, and I was free from them. Uh, And then God would be like, "Yeah, but I want this too," and I'd be like, "Well, that's." That's not sinful. Like yeah. nobody has a problem. Like not even the Bible says anything about that. Right. Why do you want that? And it's, it's not necessarily like the legalistic thing. It's like, I want all of you. Yeah, You know, and that's that. one of the things that, that, that Kevin was really strong on was, you know, there's, there's not a, he went through a bunch of percentages, right? But it's not mm-hmm. like there's no 75% Christian. There's yeah. no 80% Christian. And the stories that he used uh, from John Wesley and yeah. uh, D.L. Moody, and hearing Moody, hearing uh, a speaker say that the, the world has yet seen a man that gave his all wow. to the Lord. Him saying, I want to be um, that, that man. Yeah. And then for him to trace the spiritual heritage and, and lineage all the way to Billy Graham. And we know just the millions of lives that were saved. Yeah. by the you know, God used uh, men through the ages to reach people because they were just willing to be fully abandoned to God. And I, you know, If you if you come at it that way, then the question or even the sermon that 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 Kevin gave on Sunday isn't like, wow, this is really hard. This is really challenging. Look at what I have to give up. It's like, wow, like God may have more Mm -hmm. for me and he actually may want to do more through me than I've even ever imagined. Um, man, that 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 encourages me to say, Yeah, I want to step in.
0: Yeah. I what more can I give up? Exactly. And I think that's I think that's the, the common response of a person as a genuine heart to serve God. I mean, I think we actively resist the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Shoot, we're at 17 minutes already, just like that. <laughs> act, did, you, <laughs> did you hear what I just say? We actively resist the Holy Spirit. That's not what I intended to say. The religious spirit is what I wanted to say. Yeah. When, when law shows up and say, you have to do this yep. or else, or you have to prove your devotion to Jesus by X act, it, it creates this, adversarial relationship with the lord Mm -hmm. that's been my personal experience yeah but when i sense the lord inviting me into life where he actually invites us to die right it's it's not saying die um so that you will show me you love me it's die that you would live like he invites us to to be alive right and so um that whole thing it's not about sacrifice it's about abiding in in christ and um, and in his leadership, um, I remember there, there was this one time, uh, where the Lord was cleaning up my music habits, right? Mm. So this would, when I, yeah, artists I would listen to, this would be a long time ago. And I, I was so invited by the Lord when he, when I was processing with him, cause I'm like, well, some of these artists I listen to, they're secular, but it's not like they're singing about these terrible things. Right. It's not like yep. there's a lot of coarse language. It's just kind of about their perspectives on whatever it may be mm-hmm. and the Lord put it back on my plate where he said he said essentially a question does my presence increase or decrease when you when you listen to and meditate on these things and what I loved about that measuring tool that plumb line is it's not about what's right and wrong is about am I hosting Jesus well Yeah, am I connected with the spirit um, and if I'm not then it's it needs to be analyzed well why not and um, helping people to see that's not always easy, but that my experience is the way to life what What do you think
1: yeah, I think you know we're going to spend the rest of the year really focusing on this idea of what does it mean for us to be in Christ, right you know and the Holy Spirit is just so sweet in the way he draws us to this place where we can recognize that it isn't sacrifice it's really what what Jesus wants for us is. The truest person that we were created to be is found in him. Right. And at the end of the day, anything he's leading us to do to that end is going to bring life, and it's Mm going to be better than all the cheap substitutes. Right. And so uh, if we we trust that he loves us, if we trust that us being formed into and being conformed into the image of Jesus is really who we are to be... then, then we don't need to know where it's heading. We just know yeah. who's leading it. That's and, awesome. And that, that for me, disperses the religious spirit mm-hmm. and says, "Yeah, you know what? I just want more of you. Mm-hmm. I want more of you. And uh, if we give all of ourselves, one thing I've learned, and I'm sure you have too, it's impossible to outgive him. Yeah. Every time.
0: That's awesome. So, in the obedience better than sacrifice point you brought up. Uh, there was a gentleman that came to me and um, said he felt the Lord in,
1: um,
0: tell him what to fast, specifically and, and the invitation to him was, I want you to, and this came after we started the fasting, right, um, after congregationally that we started the fast, but he said the Lord spoke to him and he said, I want you to give up all liquid except water. Eat whatever you want, yeah, but specifically all liquid except water. And he came to me. He said, "I'm fasting this. The Lord. It was so clear that was a specific thing for him to lay down. He was excited about it. Now, there, of course, you fast anything, you're going to have that, you know, that impact of it eventually. You have that the battle. Um, but I love the specific fast he was invited into. And then he says, "I never drink water." And he and you, you kind of hear that, and you're like, "Okay, you know, it's yeah. hyperbole." And he's like, no, "No, no, I never drink water." He said, "I drink iced tea, like Turkey Hill iced tea." Yeah every day for like 15 years like a gallon of it or a half gallon i never drink water and so this was this is huge for this guy but he was like invited into it and i say that because like it's not a religious you have to give this up in order to prove the lord it's the lord is inviting us all into life Mm -hmm. and what we all need to be holding out before the lord is a yes in our heart to him and then he fills in that blank of uh, of what it looks like to follow and so um man, I realized we went way over time and I could keep talking about this. And Dan, yeah. I'd love to hear more from you. So you're gonna be on the podcast uh more often because uh everything you were sharing today. Uh you get you get 10 points, man. You did a great oh, job on the thanks, episode man. today. I really appreciate <laughs> it. Um uh, was there any final thoughts from Kevin's message you wanted to provide uh or share before we, we conclude today?
1: You know, I think that all I would say to the to everyone listening is, you know, this being formed in Christ is going to continue the rest of the year. And, and that coming out of the fast, this idea of living a fasted lifestyle is really an invitation from Jesus Mm -hmm. for more of him. And what could he possibly do here if every person just entered into the rest of 2023 with that posture, right? Man, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for how God's got to work this this year.
0: And we have such a great congregation of people who are on that same page of saying yes and, it's beautiful. So thanks, Dan, for being on. Yeah, what thanks. we have to look forward to this coming weekend is a Vision Weekend, Take One Step Weekend. We have our all the discipleship offerings online uh, ready for sign-up, so you can head to effortatcommunitychurch.com slash step to see those. You'll hear more about that this weekend. Other than that, it is great to have you guys with us here today. We look forward to seeing you this weekend and on our podcast next week. Till then, God bless. thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortatcommunitychurch.com.